0: Good morning, everybody. Good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. This is Bang Cole on hanging out with Nikki and Banks. Um, today, uh, we're just going to, by the way, five and start ranting away, how are you keeping during the lockdown? I hope everybody's safe. Uh, we're standing on God's word. We're protecting ourselves. We're staying away from danger and just living the life that God's called us to live. Uh, so today, I'm just going to talk about a short um, encounter that I had. With a, a friend of mine some days ago, you know, just called me up on WhatsApp and said, "Oh, banks, will a divorcee go to hell?" So the title of my talk today is Divorcees in Heaven." You know, you're gonna have your own space in heaven as a divorcee, and here's the reason why. Now, the Bible calls marriage a honorable thing. Marriage is an, an, an honorable thing, and it says the bed is pure. But God will judge the adulterer and the, and the sexually immoral. That can be found in Hebrews 13.4. Now that's what marriage is. Marriage is an agreement, a contract between two people who love themselves, who have decided to live together for the rest of their lives. It's not about a prenuptial or, you know, some agreement or you've got a million, I've got a million. When we split, we both take our monies away. It's not about splitting. It's about coming together, growing together, living together, loving together and making a change as a couple. Now, does divorce happen? Yes. People fall away. Uh, distractions come. You know, marriages work. People fall out of work. Troubles come. Pressures come. Death comes. All sorts of things come. But marriage is a project that needs our um, our Energy so much like childbearing, like raising a kid, like getting promoted in a job, marriage takes effort—the same effort that those things take. Now, um, an example I want to share to just show you that you know, as a divorcee, you're still a child of God. Your relationship with God hasn't changed. What happened is, it's just your relationship with your husband. Or wife that's changed you refuse to be the husband of a wife or the wife of a husband it doesn't change the fact that you are a child of god with your name written in the book of life with the holy spirit living in you now divorce isn't a good thing but i i still believe i'm of the opinion and take it this is bank's opinion i'd rather be alive than be dead in a marriage that has no love that's just it if 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 I stay in the marriage and I'm dying every day. It's not the best for me. It's not the will of God for me. Marriage is a good thing. If it's not a good thing, then get out of it or make it better or seek counsel. Now, divorce is not always the last result to every problem. It is not. Marriage takes work. Let's work together. Let's help. Let's pray together. Let's see what the problem is. I'm different from you. What what is it you're doing wrong that I'm not that I'm I don't like? What is it I'm doing right that you don't like or what I'm doing wrong that you don't like? So marriage is about is about giving and taking. It's 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 an experience. It's something that's going to be different. Every marriage is different. So um now the best person to listen to when it comes to a matter of divorce not actually your pastor or your hostess or whoever it's actually the word of god it's actually jesus the one that we follow the one who who brought the idea of marriage down in the garden of eden when god saw adam lonely he gave him a wife in, in eve a helpmate marriage is about helping one another it's about oh you go get all the money and i stay at home and raise the kids it's it's that's an arrangement but marriage is about helping us to fulfill our dreams as a couple. My wife's dreams. My husband's dream. My child's dream. That's what marriage is about. It's not about one person. It's about family. It's about love. It's about a community of two people who have come together to share their bodies. To share everything together. So um, these references can be taken from Luke 20, 27 to 40 or matthew 22 23 to 33 so i'll say it again luke 20 chapter luke chapter 20 verse 27 to 40 or matthew 22 uh 23 to 23 they both actually say the same thing and i'm just gonna run through it because it's not it's it's a lot it's a lot and now the sadducees came to jesus saying oh there is no resurrection they came with a question and said teacher Moses told us that if a man dies without having children, his brother must marry the widow and have children for him. Now that's the law of Moses. Mm. Jesus came to give us a law of love. So Jesus, they now gave him a scenario. There were seven brothers. They died. They had sex with a woman. None of them left a child. When they get to heaven, who is going to be the husband? Ah, that's, That's a ridiculous question. Who's going to be the husband when we get to heaven? And the answer Jesus gave them was, at the resurrection, people will neither marry nor be given in marriage. They will be like angels in heaven. But about the resurrection of the dead, have you not read that God, what God said to you? I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but of the living, of the living, of the living. It's about life. Jesus came that we might have life and have it abundantly. If your marriage is not generating life. There is something wrong. You need to work on it and make it better. The same thing is repeated in Matthew 22, verse, verse 23 to three. So Jesus generally just told them the law of Moses, <clears throat> forget it. It's about life. Moses, actually, Jesus said something later that Moses actually gave that law of divorce because of the hardness of people's hearts. Just to give them something to leverage on, to get them out of the way so that they won't disturb, you know, where value is. But in my opinion... I am going to see a lot of divorces in heaven. I am going to see a lot of divorces who have who, who has fulfilled purpose outside of marriage. Because marriage was not working and they had to leave it. It's not wrong to leave a marriage. It's wrong to hurt people. It's wrong to kill people. It's wrong to, to stop the destinies of people. Personally speaking. It's wrong if I cannot build my wife up it can, if I cannot build my community up, then I'm no, I'm no, I'm of no good. Personally, I think a divorce happens when we reach a, a, a dreadlock, deadlock, and nothing can move us forward. We cannot grow together anymore. It's not wrong to get a divorce. It's wrong to kill. It's wrong to steal. It's wrong to destroy. A divorce is just a way, an agreement to say, let's, Let's stop this thing and just so we could go our separate ways. I I don't think there's anything wrong when that happens. But religion will say, Oh, stay with the man, even if he slaps you, even if he kills you, just stay because love bears all things. Love bears all things, does not is not is not death. Death in a marriage is not love. It is not love. People grow out of love. Um, so in wrapping up, if you are in a bad marriage work on it if it doesn't work if it's killing you leave if it's not killing you and you're happy with the bad marriage i'm not the one to advise you not to stay please stay and as you think oh i'm in this marriage because of my children let them just grow and then i'll find my way that's fine that's fine with me but don't don't die in that bad marriage don't die in that bad marriage um i pray that god bless you that you will see god 's word as it is that religion will not kill you or put you in a place where you become dismembered or unable to think for yourself. Jesus came that we might have life, and the purpose of this of this message is for you to understand that you are important in a marriage. Your decisions are important, your dreams are important, your goals are important it 's not about your husband. It's not about religion. It's not about what your pastor says. If it's outside the the ramifications of God's word, dump it. Look at what the word says and go for it. Um, In in conclusion, I want to introduce our our blog. Uh, It's called uh, My Marriage Solutions. So if you go to solutions you will see a lot of information around marriage, how you can boost your sex life, how you can, you know, help yourself, become better at marriage, become better at, you know, raising children, uh, or just our opinions based on God's word. And you're welcome to leave comments on there. Let's know your thoughts. Let's know what you think. Um, God bless you wherever you are, whoever you are listening to this today. We pray that the wisdom of God will fill your heart and you will do the right thing at the right time. In Jesus name. Amen. Uh, welcome to another time with Nikki and Banks, uh, My Marriage Solutions. So today we, we have a question from one of our um, website visitors. He um, says that my wife wants a, a divorce. And the, um, in the message, I've said that um, I'm tired of claiming to be a victim. I believe we're both victims in the marriage, both imperfect and hurt each other every now and then. The major challenge is problems that have been resolved are constantly brought up in new arguments and over time, these issues have now become so much that it's difficult to get past. My wife now wants a divorce and I believe the last option to save the marriage is counselling. Can you please help? Uh, So today, I have with me uh, my lovely wife, uh, Nikki and uh, Bankole Banks is here. Nikki, you want to say something?
1: Yep, um, absolutely. Hello everyone. Okay, right straight to the question. All right, you say, uh, the person says, "I'm tired to I'm I'm tired of claiming a victim." Mm. Yeah. All right, that's a big one. Tired of claiming a victim, so you're a victim, so to speak, and yeah. the other party too is a victim. victim. And he says, "I believe we are both victims in the marriage, both imperfect, and hurts each other every now and then." Now, no marriage is perfect. Mm-hmm. Marriage is hard work. You need to work at it. And you need to have, like, a resolve to work at it together. So if one person is working at it and the other party is not interested, it's not going to work. So it, it has to be both parties working hard to produce a very healthy and successful marriage. And it says both imperfect and hurt each other every now and then, okay? No big deal.
0: That will, that will happen all the time because marriage yeah. is... Um, mm. We, we go through... There, there's something called a married life cycle to where marriage starts with, oh, yeah, we love what we see. We're so, so handsome. We're so young. We're so beautiful. We're getting... Now, we don't know how long you've been married. You know? Mm. If you've been married two years, 10 years, maybe there are kids... Uh, you're working, you're both busy professionals. Mm -hmm. All those things will take a toll on your marriage if you don't take time out to, you know, to refresh yourself, to rediscover yourself, to revive your marriage and all that. So we don't have a full picture. So we're just going to assume that, yeah, you've been married for some time and um, you're probably at some phase of your marriage and you're experiencing change Mm. because um, marriage is about managing change together, growing old together, still loving yourself, not because of, you know, the beautiful boobs or the beautiful bum-bum or whatever, but because you have committed to stay in it. Yeah. Um, So that's that's Mm -hmm. important too.
1: I like that. Marriage is commitment. It's a commitment. Because Mm -hmm. initially, of course, you should marry someone you're attracted to. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you wake up in the morning and you don't feel like goose-goose. It's not really, you know, that shack is not there. So that's where you fall on the commitment. It's a commitment. It's a lifetime commitment. It has nothing to do with the way you feel because feelings are fickle. Sometimes you feel high there. Sometimes you feel very low. So you cannot depend on your feelings. Okay. All right. So it says, and yeah, hurting each other every now and then. The major challenge is problems. The major yeah, challenge is problem. He something
0: around mm. um, that issues have been resolved. How yeah, do we know that, that these the, issues, have been the issues
1: have been resolved? Maybe <laughs> so that, to that, you, that yeah, yeah. Maybe to you the issues are resolved, but, but to, to the, your partner, to your wife, it may not be resolved. Yeah. And we don't know the impact that whatever issue that you had had on her. Mm-hmm. Maybe especially when it has to do with infidelity. Yeah. There there should be like um you should build a trust. Yeah, you need to rebuild yeah, you trust. You need to rebuild, rebuild a trust. trust. Yeah. So that takes time. Mm-hmm. So you can't nag her. I'm I'm not saying that was what happened, but in case that was what happened. If maybe infidelity is involved and you can't say, "Okay, but I've said I'm sorry now." Um, so let's move on like nothing happened mm-hmm. no it's not going to work that way so we don't know the impact we don't know what really happened except we have the full picture we might not be able to help so it would be better if we can get maybe the consent of your wife so that we have um, like a full picture and be able to help
0: yeah, from the other mm-hmm. side yeah. because even, even in the court of law it just doesn't make a decision based on one side of a story we need to hear both sides of the story so that we understand, you know, what's going on. Mm. So, um, counselling um, 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 is important, but if if there's no resolve to get counselling, it might be difficult. Mm. Because there has to be a resolve that, oh, yes, I want this marriage to continue and uh, I'm willing to do whatever it takes mm. to make it work. So that's, yeah. that's, that's one condition that counselling can work.
1: All right. So if we can get the consent of your wife, that would be very nice. Thank you very much for reaching out to to us. I think we are we
0: are yeah yeah we we like to keep it now. as as short as possible. Mm, so um right. thank you for thank you for the email and we hope to speak with you uh, very soon. Even though we're doing this as as a podcast, it's just a way to respond because sometimes you write stuff and you don't really you know the inspiration might not really come to give it the way you are. But when we speak, when we you know uh, look at even though we've not shared God's word with. With um with you um the, the one of the foundations of marriage is that marriage is God's design. It is not a design of man. Mm. Now, if you if you guys are not Christians or you don't have um, an element of God in your marriage, it might be difficult. Now, I'm I'm not saying you have to be religious to be in a successful marriage, but it's vital that you have a connection with the one who um who set up marriage. I mean, God told Adam, "I'll give you a helpmate. Your wife is supposed to be help you." You help yourself and all that. So, um, that yeah, that's it. So, thank you very much. Annie. All right. We hope to speak with you. So
1: yeah, if you can reach out to your wife once we have our consent, then we can carry on and have like a full counselling if you don't mind. Thank you very much. This is Nikki and Banks. Right. Bye. Bye.